0: We made it to the final week of 2020. A time I think a lot of people have anxiously have been waiting for trying to get to this point. And now just to survive the rest of this week is going to be the next point to get out of this year, get into a new one, and hopefully bring some new beginnings. And I know this has been extremely difficult for many people, a lot different than what we're used to, obviously. But here's to a uh, a good 2020 a much better 2020 than 2021 than what we had in 2020 final episode of this year it's going to be on this 29th of december and it's a two part part of our two part series we had a series last week that we discussed some charitable donations And then also just making sure you're on top of, usually on RMDs, required minimum distributions, but we don't have to worry about that this year. Just wanted to update you on that, that if you were worried about it, you don't have to have those required minimum distributions. They've been waived due to the CARES Act that went into place back in March of this year. And the other thing that we brought up with that was the FSA, uh, the Savings Account Through Your Employer that um, you might be able to utilize some of the funds and make sure you get them in case uh, any unused funds are just deleted or penalized. So being aware of those. So if you wanna listen back to the first part of this, you can, and then we're gonna line this up. It's not gonna run in from that kind of stuff, but we're just gonna go through a few things in terms of talking about your budget, reviewing your savings, managing your debt. We talked about uh, building an emergency fund a couple of weeks ago. And I think that's one of the things that's probably the most important, in in my opinion, in terms of getting your portfolio set up before you even set up an investment portfolio and putting together retirement planning, an emergency fund should be built up. Three to six months is the, the recommendation. At least having three months of your expenses that you have available at that point, liquid. And if something were to happen, whether it's a job loss or an emergency with a family emergency, Uh, whether it's medical or worse, uh, having those funds available is crucial, in my opinion, uh, to have that ready for you. The other things we want to talk about, this goes back to another episode that we had earlier this year called the 70-20-10 rule, and one that we kind of implemented a little bit different transition of how you can manage your money because it was 70-20-10 used to be the rule of thumb, and now it's probably a little more towards 97.3, 90% of your income coming in utilized for your bills, uh, basically your daily expenses, putting food on the table, all that. Uh, The 7% goes towards putting money away for yourself, paying yourself for retirement, meaning 401ks, IRAs, savings account, having that money stored away. 7% 7% of your income towards that per year, and then 3% towards giving. And that's where the 70-2010 was. Live off of 70% of your income. 20% goes into savings and retirement, and 10% into giving. Um, and transitioning that too, I know I've seen some different things that are out there. Um it, with that 90% that you use trying to allocate 50% for needs. And 30% for wants. So, you know, 45% of that, 90% would be used for things that you need. 30% of that would be used for um, what you want, different things that you might want. And then 20%, the remaining 20%, for savings and giving. You can break it down so many different ways too, but I think finding a budget, finding something that's going to be suitable for you. One of the things that I found most beneficial, not only for myself, but for other people that are truly wanting to figure out how to be better with their money and how to manage it a little bit better is to really take a look at what you're spending per month. You know, Take a look at, I would say probably like November, October, and September, those three months and pick it apart. You know, if you do all online banking, it's easier that way. You can kind of see what you've spent, how you've spent it, where it's going, incoming and outgoing. And then, you know, find out how much you're making. Make sure you know how much you're making, both you and your spouse or whoever's in the household that's contributing to your balance sheet, your own personal balance sheet. And then find out what you're spending as well. Some of it's going to be periodic. Some of it's going to be up and down, like grocery shopping or, you know, if you obviously going out to eat isn't as much. But some people have actually probably spent more on going, not necessarily going out to eat, but getting takeout to support the local small businesses. So actually, there's been some people that have seen an influx of paying more for the quote unquote going out to eat or having the takeout to support those small businesses, which is good to see. But then it's another expense for yourself, too. But that's that's part of keeping things rolling, especially in the small towns like we live in. That's that's crucial. So that that is a good thing. But it's another sp- expense. So balancing that all out and seeing where you're at, combining the two incomes or if it's only one income, making sure you see what the income is and then see what the approximate um, deductions are for the year, which would be, you know, like insurances, utilities. Um, Whatever the bills might be—groceries, you know, if uh, gas, traveling to places, you know, maintenance on the vehicles, all that stuff—and and really digging into it to see what's there, because if you don't, it's just going to be a shot in the dark, and it's going to continue to be if you're living paycheck to paycheck now, it's going to continue to be that. So until you really dig in and take a look and get a better feel for where you're at, some people don't like to because they don't like to see the reality of it. But it's crucial to make sure you set a budget and try and stick to it. Do the best that you can. Uh, The other thing is being smart with your debt. The biggest debt that I've seen that is the toughest to deal with is credit card debt. If you are in credit card debt, you need to do whatever it takes to get out of that debt and do it as quick as possible. Because as smart as possible, but as quick as possible, because that Right there, of all the interest rates that I've seen out there between car loans, mortgages, anything like that, that is by far the highest. By far the highest, especially if you're only paying the bare minimum on those cards. So check into your debt, see what you have, and do your best to try and pay that down. Make 2021 the year that you're going to pay the majority of it, if not all of it, off this year. And kind of get yourself clear and, and then ready and then make another goal because then you can hop into another new year in 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2022, too many 20s in there and twos all mixed in, too many Ts, but it's it's planning forward, you know, it's moving, moving on from one, one phase to the next because you can't start investing if you are constantly adding more onto the stack of the debt with the credit card payments because you're only paying the minimum. So you need to really look into that. And then the last thing is um, if you do have the retirement funds out there, you know, whether it's a 401k or, or IRAs or whatever it might be, just reviewing those and seeing where you're at, see how the year went, check a year to date. You know, the market in general has actually been, I mean, it's, it's at its all time high, you know, from, it reached over thirty thousand on the Dow this year, despite the negativity that we had back in March. And there's some positive things that are going on right now too, especially with these the vaccine that came out. I think that's going to help. Um, I think it's going to be, you know, depending on how any reactions that come from them, that might, you know, be a sketchy thing when it comes to moving forward. And then I think, you know, the the job market is going to be a big thing as we move forward too. So there's still a lot of Adversity, there's still a lot of volatility out there, but just reviewing those investments, seeing where you're at, seeing if you're comfortable with what you've been doing and how you've been doing it, and then trying to put together a plan for that too. And say, you know, do we want to make this, you know, do we want to balance this out a little more? Do we want to make it a lot more conservative this year? You know, do we want to, you know, uh, put some money into a safer environment? You know, how do we want to do this? Reviewing those investments is a crucial part of it though, too, and making sure. that that you've got yourself in the right position to make sure you're not freaking yourself out if something does happen and things kind of fall south for a little while, like it did back in March. Uh, Those are the things I wanted to talk about today. So just reviewing that budget, reviewing your savings, looking at your debt, trying to take care of that in 2021, especially if it's that credit card debt, and then reviewing your retirement assets as well to see where they're at, how they've been doing and see if there's any changes that you can make or maybe questions you might have about it as well, and then move forward from that point on. That's all I got for you here today. I hope you've enjoyed our segment so far with our Around the Horn podcast, uh, released weekly at aroundthehornpodcast.com. If you know of somebody that needs to have some educational insight for their financial future, pass it along, and we'd love to have them listening and subscribing to our podcast as well. Until then, I wish you a happy new year. I wish you much success in 2021. And I hope that uh, things are a lot better. <laughs> now they rounded up here in 2020 for, for many people. So regardless, I just um, I'm hoping for a little more normalcy myself and getting a little bit more back on track, especially with schedules and everything else. But in terms of finances, I'm pretty confident where things are going right now, where things can be at. And watching things on a daily basis. um, Yeah, there's a lot of good that's that's coming out there. So uh, despite all the negativity that you hear in the news and everywhere else, and you know, some of the negative mindsets you might uh, encounter on a daily basis, there are good things that are going on, you just have to look out there and find them look beyond all that negativity. So Until then, we wish you a happy new year, happy 2021. By the next time I talk to you, it will be a brand new year and bringing on not only new challenges, but new opportunities for both you and I. It's our Around the Horn podcast, released weekly on Tuesdays at AroundTheHornPodcast.com.